0: Break this week from our um, our uh, Go and Be Church series, and part of that is so, of course, in your small groups. If you haven't caught up, you can have another week to catch up in your uh, in your work. Um, the sermon series, by the way, is not one where each sermon has questions that go with it that you need to discuss in your small group. The little book we handed out, "Don't Invite Them to Church," covers all the material, and so um, we can nicely take these pauses, and you can merely keep on your way. All right, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, next slide, please. So the letter to the Philippians is um, Paul's happiest letter, I would say. If you want to read an angry letter from Paul, read Galatians. If you want to read a happy letter, read Philippians. And so in this letter, he starts out, I thank my God every time I remember you and all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy. That's a pretty happy way to start a letter. Next slide, please. And then he starts this chapter. Saying Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. And verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. So in other words, Paul's calling us in this letter clearly to find the beautiful, the good, and the true things in this world. In fact, in a few verses after verse 4, right before what I read, he says, whatever is good and true and noble and pure, think on these things. In other words, stay focus on all the amazing things that god is doing next slide please and then he gives this personal word of thanks so in that moment he wants to say in that present moment he wants to say i rejoice greatly in the lord that at last you renewed your concern for me that at last you re-upped your your focus and your attention and paul's an interesting character if you read through the book um all the letters that paul wrote in the new testament it's sort of like he struggles um, He struggles with being vulnerable to be honest right so he's so thankful that they're paying attention to him and that they're recognizing that they're caring for him but in the rest of this passage he seems a little bit concerned that well i don't really need your attention i'm okay but and that gives me pause to think a lot of us when we're thanked for something we get a little awkward you know we want to say it's nothing or right we just don't know how to receive that receiving thanks for the things that you do is actually just other people's gift of recognizing god at work in you right and i highly recommend that we learn to both be thankful to people very directly like they were to paul here and that we also learn how to receive that and just say thank you i really appreciate that that encourages me um, and that strengthens me next slide please all right so our topic today is thankful contentment or thankful for contentment the first thing I want to say about it is that thankful contentment is not circumstantial, right? So, we all recognize it's actually quite easy to be thankful for most of these things because these are blessings, these are gifts, these are things where God has given us something special and we appreciate it and we enjoy it, right? In the good times of life, being thankful is pretty natural, makes lots of sense. But what Paul wants to teach us and what we're going to look at today is is that that sort of stretching beyond the ability to be thankful because we have lots of good stuff to being thankful no matter what the circumstances are. Paul writes, verse 11 there, I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances, right? To be content whatever my circumstances. In Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians five eighteen, I think it is, is give thanks in all circumstances he says it just that directly and you start thinking through well if if i'm in pain do i have to be thankful at that moment if i'm struggling if i have a broken relationship if if someone's hurt me am i supposed to be thankful in that circumstance his answer i believe is actually yes next slide please so thankful contentment is something we learn. Paul says, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. And I want to suggest to you, based on what he's going to say next, that we learn that by actually being in all kinds of circumstances, right? If you spend time, um, if you spend time in a challenging situation, you walk into somebody's life and they're broken and you walk with them that challenge will automatically make you probably a little more appreciative of whatever is a little bit more stable or healthy in your own life when you deal with pain in your life it automatically makes you thankful for the times when you're not in pain i've had a few surgeries mostly on my left shoulder and never um after those experiences i am so thankful for this simple ability to put my arms in the air because when you can't move your arm at all right? You realize that there's a reason it's supposed to move like that, because there's things up there that you're supposed to reach. I have discovered, by the way, that being as tall as I am, and by the way, people watching online, I'm six foot four. I'm not just average height. Everybody who meets me, by the way, says, you're a lot taller than I thought. So, not important for the sermon, but that's true. Being able to lift your arms um, is this gift that God gives us that you just assume until you can't do it. Right? So I've done a number of things in a sling and I learned that I can do most of my job in a sling except the blessing, except for the one-handed blessing because I can type in a sling. You just throw your hand on the keyboard like that. And you become incredibly thankful for the fact that God also makes you creative. Right, and He helps you to find ways to do those things. You don't know how to appreciate the simple basic things you have in life until you have to live without them. So when we I have done a little bit of fasting in my life, food fasting, Um, because as far as I know, I have never lived at a point where I didn't have enough food or enough food available to me, right? So it's very hard for me to be deeply from the core of my heart thankful for food because there's always been plenty of food wherever that I am. So the learning of of thankfulness, one of the things that gives that to you is actually spending time in places and circumstances that are difficult. That, by the way, is one of the reasons we go into the lives of other people and help them, because as we enter into their challenges, we become more aware of the incredible blessings that um, God gives us. Next slide, please. Thankful in all circumstances, but not for all of them. Let's be clear about this, right? You do not need to be thankful that you're hungry. You do not need to be thankful that your arm is broken. You do not need to be thankful that you've experienced loss and grief. But the secret we're going to lean into is being able to be thankful even when those things are going on around us and in our lives. Because the reality is, of course, life isn't always all the simple and easy things. There are times along the way when we are challenged. Paul says it this way. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And along the way, he's learned he can be content both in the best of circumstances and in the worst of circumstances. And then he tells us his secret. Next slide, please. So what is the secret? Actually, it's who is the secret. And I know a lot of you know this verse because when at the beginning of my time here, I asked you for your life verses, this was either number one or number two in this congregation. So you know this one. I can do all this, Maybe you learned it. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I want to suggest you this is a better translation because I can do all this through him who gives me strength comes in the context of being thankful in all circumstances. Right? When you read this verse alone, especially when you read this verse alone, as I can do all things through him who gives me strength, you think that you have this super Jesus pill that when you eat it and you believe in Jesus, you can do anything you want to. Right? That, of course, is not what it's teaching. It's teaching us that you can live through whatever comes your way and do it with thankfulness because of Jesus, right? We learned this from Jesus. Jesus had this amazing way of being in the world and it seems like his favorite thing to do was talk to people who disagreed with him, which is never that much fun, or hang around with people who other people were going to get mad at him for hanging around with. And as a result of all these wonderful things that he did, he ended up on the cross, And yet Jesus had the deepest sense of anyone who's ever lived, that he was on the exact path that he was meant to be. He was thankful for the mission that he was given and the opportunity that he had to change lives, right? He was thankful in whatever circumstance he was given. And so to call to us as followers of Jesus, of course, be thankful for all the things that we are given and enjoy and and are blessed with in this world. But what does it mean for us when there's a time of challenge When there's a time of want when there's brokenness in our lives to pay attention enough to say how do i recognize god at work and be thankful in that moment as well what does it mean to trust that god's got a plan that jesus is with me and that the holy spirit is there to encourage me even when life gets a bit messy well for the next bunch of slides next slide please i'm going to illustrate a few areas in which this takes place And um, if along the way you come up with even better illustrations than mine, come on down. There's a microphone right here you can share as well. So thankful for contentment during COVID. And I am serious, actually, by the way, whenever I say you can come up, I'm not kidding, because I know you're not going to rush the stage, because, you know, kind of noticed that. Thankful for contentment during COVID. Um, Again, I'm not thankful for COVID. That wouldn't make much sense. But I'm certainly aware of how much I've learned during COVID. I learned to be at home a lot more and to be quiet a lot more and to be either by myself or with Ruth Ann a lot more, I learned to walk my dog a lot more, or my dog learned to walk me a lot more, it depends how you look at that. Right? There's a lot of things that wouldn't have happened in my life if it weren't for that circumstance, which I'm not Or the learning along the way the growth along the way the stretching along the way i know many many of you have expressed boy it must have been hard to move here during a pandemic what i've learned by trusting in christ is that there's also a whole lot of blessings of moving in a pandemic one there's a lot of you and i only had to meet a few of you at a time not all 500 or so of you that would have been overwhelming there's ways of seeing that there's lots of room for contentment even in a challenging circumstance because Whatever my circumstance is, God's got this, and he's got a plan. He's going to find a way to teach me something through that circumstance. Next slide, please. So part of my job, as you probably know, is to walk with people in the face of sickness and of loss, right? It's actually part of your job as well, by the way. This is what we do together. And as, as Brandon um, noted we did a celebration of life yesterday we walked with the family the Renton family through a time of loss right um and to me it was it was wonderful because it was thanksgiving in this building already we had a lot of this stuff up here and we were celebrating who jesus was in john's life and it's always striking to me that the more we celebrated john accurately and deeply and powerfully the more people cried because that's also when they felt the power of the loss because of the power of their love for him right and so one of the things that we uh, that i often hear is is as you walk with people whether they've lost somebody or they're going through a challenging time themselves is that's when they're most thankful for jesus and for the community around them because that's when they notice it a little bit more right and so again don't be thankful for loss don't be thankful for sickness but recognize that in those moments, there's a great opportunity to recognize again, wow, God's got me, even when I can't hold this up in my own strength. Next slide, please. Thankful for contentment in the face of failure. I'm pretty sure that most of the things that I've learned the fastest, I've done through doing something wrong or messing something up or or so on. Um, As I was preparing this, it right away came to my mind, Um, There was a man from the church I I grew up in who basically walked up to me one day and and challenged what I was about to do. And he was right, and I knew it. And I didn't like it that he stopped me. I went up to him, I bet you, 20 years later, and I said, thank you so much for doing that. He did it so gently, yet so clearly, right? There wasn't options. It was just, this is what we're going to do. And yet I knew... I knew that he loved me i knew that he cared right i was about to do something stupid i was failing but in that failing there was an opportunity to learn right um another example when i was in seminary i actually uh, i worked for one of my professors um i i did his yard work for him and Um, I remember him in particular because of course then we had a little more of a relationship and he also taught me a class and it was on Reformation history and one of the questions we had on a test was what's the difference between the Catholic view of communion the Lutheran view of communion and the Reformed view of communion and it doesn't matter if you do or do not know this but I know it and I know it Absolutely clearly because I got that completely wrong on the test and then I went to work for him the next Saturday. and He goes, Eric, what were you thinking? That's one of the easiest questions out there and you got it wrong. I will never forget the right answer to that question because I failed at it, right? There's something strange in this world about God using those moments that are most difficult, most messy, most confusing, most whatever to teach us about trusting in him and learning things from him right? And that life works sometimes in that kind of strange way. Next slide, please. I am thankful for contentment with neighboring. So about the time I was planning a series based on the book, Don't Invite Them to Church, Christina emailed me. And Christina lives right across the road from this building, by the way. And so while I was thinking, we're going to have a whole series about you in your neighborhoods, talking to the people around you, someone was coming right to the church building because they wanted to talk to me about faith, right? And so I'm going, it's awesome. And as she hinted, she emailed me, and about 10 seconds later, I emailed her back, and she emailed back going, yeah, that was a little quick. I'm not right, quite ready yet because I was very excited about this conversation, maybe more than she was. Um, And I want to expand a little bit, if I may, Christina, on our first session together, um, because kind of made it sound like I did something. Um, What I did was I said, I'm not going to try and explain Jesus to you. I'm going to introduce you to Jesus. And so we did a prayer for inner healing. And so Jesus spoke to her. And that's why the transformation takes place, right? And that to me is, again, one of those amazing places where I find deep contentment in relationships with people because the first thing I really realize in any relationship I go into is I have no idea what to do here. And then I realize the second thing, which is the contentment part is, oh yeah, but Jesus has got this. He's got a plan. He'll either encourage me in some way to do something or he'll allow me to use a gift like prayer for inner healing and we will see lives touched. And so in that moment when it was going in a different way than I planned, which seems to be God's favorite way of doing things, right, um, I learned again a secret of Contentment. And then one more, actually there's probably two more. Thankful for contentment during power outages. We were supposed to have a elders and deacons meeting this Thursday evening, but from my place in Beamsville all the way to here was a power outage and so it was completely dark and so we couldn't have the meeting. So I went home and right across the road in my circle, there's a bunch of people with flashlights, my neighbors hanging out. And I didn't have a meeting So I had time to go over there and get to know them. And we started talking about things like trick or canning, right? And they were going, can we get bags? And of course, I said, no, because you live in Beamsville, not in Grimsby, so you can't have any. Just kidding. I'll bring them something. God took something that was at least inconvenient. It wasn't that big a deal, of course, for most of us, and turned it into an opportunity where he says, you've been praying for opportunities to connect with your neighbor here's one on a platter, right? And I got to meet and connect um, yeah, and have meaningful conversations with those people. Next slide, please. Yeah, anybody know who that is? Jen does. the first and last <laughs> Maybe they were going to be coming soon, and so with all of your help, and thank you so much, all of you, for your prayer support, and your support um, through donations, we were able to set up a family, uh, sorry, sorry, a home for this family, actually, it's next door to another uh, refugee family, it's the perfect situation, Mm. it's a wonderful home for this family, and we just found out this week that we have an arrival date, November seventeenth. we will be welcoming this family. So thankful that we can neighbor with your support. We are so excited. You, just, you know, you think of our anticipation for this family to come, and I can't imagine what they've been going through and their anticipation. So awesome. We are thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone else? Let's pray god thank you that you've been at work among us in all circumstances thank you that we have community that we have opportunity that we have blessings thank you for those times when things don't go as we planned but then we recognize that they've gone as you planned thank you for the tui family and the opportunity that um, we've been able to engage in with them and that we will meet them uh, next month And we pray, Lord, that you'd continue to keep our eyes open, not just for the things that are simply good and beautiful and true, but also the things that seem strange and challenging. And yet, in those as well, you show us yourself and your truth. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, and we thank you for your deep love for us. And all this we pray in your name. Amen.